0: This is a podcast. <laughs> Open the pod bay doors. Huck, uh, Sherpa, sure, Sherpa. Sure, Buckle sure. up. Uh, what appears uh, should uh, not do this? What are do we doing right now? challenging this corporate slave state. We're talking state. about finding a great white. Uh, Echoes uh, of the journey. Uh, Independence, uh, the truth uh, shopper uh, in front of me. The-
1: hearing something. I couldn't tell if it was inside my uh, earphones or from without. I
0: don't know. It's that little little person that lives inside of your head. It's just yeah, that, like, you better know what to say now.
1: Exactly. That little gold bloom homunculus.
0: <laughs> I can think of worse homunculi. Me too. A <laughs> Sam Neil homunculus, for example.
1: Yeah, he, he'd be a little cynical homunculus.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and he'd just be a real bully one basically throughout your whole childhood
1: yeah exactly until you became an adult then he might start to kind of like you <laughs>
0: right. unless you move in on his woman <laughs> yeah Why?
1: Uh, did I go too fast I go too fast I did a flyby who uh listener if you'll uh nice to see you listener or hear you or
0: yeah right not, not, <laughs>
1: yeah, nice to hear you listening to us NSA <laughs> that's a joke we haven't made in a while
0: yeah yeah our only live listener the NSA that's right
1: but, um, Neil, yeah, I had never thought about Neil's, uh, possessiveness toward, uh, Dr. Shantler until, <laughs> uh, until you, you brought that up in our, in our amazingly meta episode on Jurassic Park, when we right, went back right. to the OOG, uh, snob. Yeah. The
0: first one ever. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah they, they weren't a boyfriend, girlfriend thing. It was just, a uh, Sam Neil being Neil.
0: Yeah, right. I don't think we even see him hold hands or anything. Like maybe no. at some point at the end, like when they're flying away on the copter, but Sam Neill and <laughs> Dern, like don't have anything going on other than like a little bit of tension, but Sam Neill right. still has the gall, the gallstones to tell Jeff Goldblum that she's not available.
1: That's right. <laughs> um, I, I really laughed there because you called a helicopter a copter. That's right. So, you know, uh, occasionally you'll hear people call them a helo, but more often they'll call them a helicopter or a chopper. (laughs) You called it a copter.
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It just kind of came out. Yeah. Well, listener, um, it's been a minute. So I think about a year and three months or so since we talked about that movie Predator, which has the line, get to the chopper. Yeah, we are back to talk about the new Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movie, Jurassic World Extinction or Dominion, one of the two.
1: I almost, I almost God, I almost said Fallen Kingdom, forgetting (laughs) that that actually was a Jurassic World film that we watched and we saw together, didn't we?
0: We did, yeah. We saw it together in the theaters and snobbed about it immediately after, and I think the next day had forgotten about 90% of it. That movie is so... I I can't
1: even believe how much that movie is wiped from my brain. Yeah.
0: Totally wiped from my brain. It's amazing. Like, I remember people talking about the first Jurassic World a lot, and I don't remember anyone talking about the second Jurassic World. Like, I remember talking about it with you, but... I don't rem- recall a single other person even mentioning it. It's still not clear on chaos. Oh, oh it, it, it uh, simply uh, deals with predictability and complex systems. And so I just kind of assumed no one saw it, but I looked at it yesterday, and apparently it made like $1.3 billion. <laughs> 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 Quite a few people saw it, but it just wasn't even worth like a mention in casual conversation. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs>
1: that's that's okay you're right most movies have in some way can be a part of a conversation but i just cannot see that movie being a part of anyone's actual conversation
0: yeah and so i I guess um, the question is if the new oh go ahead oh no go ahead go ahead well the question is just if the new one will follow in those tracks or if it'll warrant some conversational mention like jurassic world i really have to imagine it's going to follow in the tracks of
1: jw2 because The more and more I think about these movies, the more it's just my mind, it's, it's like my mind is so numb. Like, I'm not one of these people who's like, people are just zombies. But when I think about these Jurassic World movies, it, everything about it feels zombie like, like why are people actually, do people even want to see these movies? Why are people going to the theaters? Why am I going to see this movie? What is the point of these movies? They serve Uh no purpose in my mind. (laughs) I cannot believe they exist. And I don't mean that hyperbolically. Ah. I mean, I'm unable to comprehend. (laughs) Why are these movies movies? Yeah. Why? Why are they here?
0: Why? And how did they get Laura Dern to come back?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, listener, this episode that we're uh, talking, this one, <laughs> ah, this episode that we're talking about, there we go. I realized <laughs> this from re-listening some of our episodes where I, I don't know how to finish sentences sometimes. Uh huh. Um, it's part of the snob brand. Exactly. <laughs> so this is a pre-episode. Sean and I have not yet seen Jurassic World Dominion Um, what a dumb name. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you
0: know why I said Jurassic world extinction?
1: Is it because the article I wrote about, uh, yeah, I just, I just re-looked at that (laughs) earlier today. 10 things that should be in the next Jurassic world.
0: Yeah. Listener, you should, uh, you should give this a a read. Matt wrote this article after we saw Jurassic world two, which is called, um, what Jurassic world three better be about. And the first point is the title and you give several proposed titles for it. And the first one is Jurassic World Extinction, which I feel like is really close. In fact, I haven't read anything about this movie like plot wise because mm-hmm. A, I don't think it has a plot and B, I don't care. And, um, nevertheless, I saw some headlines and several of them described this movie as extinction. Like it has extinction vibes because it's just so bad. And so. <laughs> That's like in a way, you actually got closer to the title than the actual title of this movie. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I like that the
1: the people that you read online refer to it as being about extinction. <laughs> not because that's a possible theme in the film, but because how did you say it? It's like the the movie's so bad it should not exist.
0: Yeah, like I think I saw something and it it described this movie as an extinction level event, which like the movie Yeah, it's like the, the movie is not not the plot. Right, yeah. Like the movie itself is like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if it's like there's an extinction of Jurassic World or like it just seems to express or embody the themes of like ah. global extinction that like yeah. because of its just inherent meaninglessness. <laughs> <laughs> it really does seem meaningless. Yeah.
1: I like to th- I was gonna say I like to think that maybe perhaps um hopefully it, it, it is the extinction of this brand of Hollywood that has existed since about two thousand fifteen when when the first Jurassic World came out of just like this uh just um oh uh oh self gratuitous redoing of old stuff. It's just like yeah. uh, every- and and everyone being being so post-hipster, you know, when we used to talk about Meta back about 10 years ago, has been like, Hollywood can't do anything. (laughs) They just revamp stuff. And it's like, I don't even know what I'm saying.
0: Just like the (laughs) total recycling of nostalgia and repackaging and selling it. I was picture this like cigar chewing executive, like in a studio, just kind of knowing... That they can just keep doing this and people will keep paying for it. Like yeah. us, apparently. Exactly. It's, it's so not, safe. It, yeah, it's so safe and just like nihilistic. It's true. Yeah. But I, I wish that I could have some faith in what you said, that this could be the extinction of that. But I know we've got a B, a B light Lightyear movie coming out in about oh, a yeah. week. And I'm sure just several more BS nostalgia things that'll just keep churning out. Yeah. And I, I, I've tried my best not to learn anything about
1: this film, uh, in terms of plot, but I have tried to kind of watch all the trailers and stuff. And the other day I caught an interview with an actor who plays apparently an important role in this film coming up and, uh, in Jurassic world dominion. And she, and someone asked her, how was it working with Laura Dern? And, uh, And she talked about, like, a scene that she's in with Laura Dern, Bryce Dallas Howard, and herself. And she said, it was amazing to be a part of this, as you sort of saw this Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, past, present, and future. And I was like, what? Like, are you hinting at the fact that, like, you are going to be prominent in, like, future versions of this movie? And I'm like, I don't know who you are as an actor and as a character. And it just... um, I don't know. It filled me with great despair, especially. Well, this is a whole different topic, but uh, I have no idea. I, no one feels anything. I'm I'm talking about everyone in the world here. No one feels <laughs> anything about any of the characters in Jurassic World films. No one feels anything for them.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I That's think the my only, claim. Yeah, I think the only movie we felt anything for the characters of is Jurassic Park One. When we feel something when Newman dies, we feel a lot of joy. <laughs> and we feel something for um, Samuel L. Jackson's... Hold on to your butts. The rest of his body that doesn't survive, unlike his arm, which does survive. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Maybe we feel something for for Tim, because he just keeps getting hurt very badly. <laughs> <laughs> you <right, he laughs> didn't. <does>. <laughs> just traumatized left and right. Kissed and then, by
1: Grant. Or, uh, yeah That's, uh, yeah,
0: well, yeah, not that's really right. kissed, but you know, saved,
1: yeah. I guess, is the correct <laughs> way of wording that. Basically the same thing. You know who else I feel for in Jurassic Park One? I feel for whoever is served the dessert that Newman puts shaving cream on.
0: That's yeah. I feel bad right. for them
1: that they ooh look at this nice whipped cream. Only to, only to bite down on some barbasol. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. You got to think about these things to really feel feel something in those movies. Yeah, Jurassic Park two. I don't think I feel something for anyone. Jurassic Park three. Maybe a little bit for H Macy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe because maybe, maybe I feel pity for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I do kind of feel pity for him. I see like. Touts himself as this like millionaire, and he's not. Oh yeah. Just a sad man. Yeah, he's kinda kinda he's kinda Lundegaardian in that regard.
0: <laughs> <Right>. Not <laughs> as
1: sad as Lundegaard. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> One of the all-time great pitiful characters from any film is Jerry Lundegaard. From Fargo. So oh my god, wow.
0: Yeah. But you're right, and when we think of the Jurassic World movies, I can't think of a single character that I feel anything for. Except for maybe Omar Sy, French African man in Jurassic World, and the Indian guy. But I don't think I actually feel anything for them. It's just kind of like a little bit of a delight when I see them on screen. But for yeah, Pratt, I, Dallas Howard, and the kids that just kind of get changed every movie, I was gonna say exactly that.
1: They, they had they made no attempt to like keep this like those kids from the first one. They're just like fuck them, get rid of them, <laughs> right? put in some new people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just got new annoying kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the question now that for the, the remainder of this preview, I think is um, do uh, what are what are your predictions for JW three? Okay. Yeah. So this
1: is, and, and I'm going to turn the question right around on you and, and, uh, and ask you the same thing in a second. Um, mm. Amazingly I have, I really don't. Okay. Actually I do have predictions. Uh, first of all, I'm a little baffled because there seems to be a large di- dinosaur chasing sequence through what appears to be Lisbon, Portugal. It's like some <laughs> kind of like European sun-bathed, Mediterranean looking city as if they were like, they still had the set from that recent James Bond movie or something. <laughs> you know, they were like, oh, Daniel Craig looked good you know uh, you know with his escapades in Montenegro
0: let's do it with Pratt and Dallas Howard. <laughs> yeah, um, they had like 10 more days in their contract. We're just yeah. like, Ooh, yeah, we could get this into Jurassic world. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the scene when like,
1: when we have the, the guy on the scooter getting eaten, by, <laughs> getting eaten by a dinosaur that, that I know you found to be very funny.
0: I did. Yeah. I found it to be somewhat amazing too, that in the original Jurassic park, I guess culture was of in such a place and the movie was good enough to where like there was legitimate suspense building up to a dinosaur actually killing a human being. And when it happened when the, well, I guess, it, I guess there is the man who dies in the opening scene by getting sucked into the wormhole rafter. Yes. <laughs> Shooter! Shooter! But... One of the all time great scenes, but then to really see the T-Rex eating the lawyer, like there's a kind of build up, like, Oh my God, things have gotten really bad. Whereas now there is a big T-Rex kind of thing eating some random guy in the trailer <laughs> for Jurassic World three, like one minute in. And it's, it's not like it dwells on that. It's just like it eats this guy on a scooter and then moves on, which I think really just kind of provides a mirror for what has happened to these movies.
1: You're right. There's no sense of actually building suspense, um, which is a, and Spielberg is great at. That obviously, we've talked a lot about in this podcast about Jaws and um, uh, Bruce the dinosaur. I mean, the the shark, <laughs> I hate the dinosaur shark. But even with this new one, Arby's, no, Hardee's, or depending on where you might be in the country, Carl's Junior mm-hmm. is has like a Jurassic World burger out. Wow. Are you familiar with this? I am not. No, <laughs> it's called like the carnivore burger. And I think it's like a burger with a brisket on it. So it's just a lot of meat or whatever. <laughs> and in this Arby's commercial, they have dinosaurs chasing people. And I think even in this fucking Arby's commercial, they have dinosaurs like eating people. So like, yeah, they, they've, they've such given away with this idea of like trying to build fear. It seems that they're just uh that they're even doing this for a fucking burger commercial. It's weird. Yeah.
0: yeah, it sunk pretty low. Yeah. So was the the contemplation of Portugal in your initial thoughts? Was that was that leading to a kind of prediction?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, well, actually, no. That was just confusion. But I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're predicting a lot of confusion, which I think is probably accurate. Well, that is true because yes, that is what I was going to say because in one scene they appear to be in Portugal or some what I don't know who knows where the fuck it is, and then like in they also appeared Chris Pratt at one point is running on ice so like <laughs> how big is this movie geographically um, <laughs>
0: and how many of those places will Chris Chris Pratt be running
1: in? Yes, because that is one thing I, I said better be in this movie. A lot of Chris Pratt running, which I'm yeah. sure it will be.
0: Judging from the trailer, that's a pretty accurate prediction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But here's here's my overall prediction. Here's what I think has happened. Um, obviously, dinosaurs are like everywhere. When I first saw this trailer and I see Chris Pratt fucking as a cowboy on a horse, like getting like, you know, chasing down some dinosaurs. I It was, it was in the top five dumbest things I've ever seen, I think, in my life. Yeah, Um, And I'm not kidding there. (laughs) (laughs) So my prediction is this though, this whole like sub story of InGen trying to do shit with dinosaurs and weaponize them, I think is still there Uh because they've never fully explored that. They've never fully finished that story or they've never tried. I don't know, but I think here's what's going to happen. I think there's going to be more fucking stupid cloning shit with the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. um, where they're trying to make the perfect dinosaur. (laughs) And just like the second one was trying to clone Uh, they created the Indoraptor from the Indominus Rex. I think in this one, they're going to try and make a dinosaur that combines the Indoraptor and Blue's child. Because (laughs) I think Blue has a kid, which I have seen from Uh the trailer. And this little girl who I don't think appears in the second or first movie is like, Blue has a kid. (laughs) And so I think, I think Blue's kid is going to be kidnapped and Pratt is going to try and find this kid. You know, When I say kid, Oof. I mean this baby raptor. And mm-hmm. they're going to try and breed that baby raptor w- with some indominus fucking shit. I don't even fucking know. And it, it, and then they're going to... I don't know. Chris Fratt's going to have to... I don't know. That's literally it.
0: Yeah. That's
1: my prediction.
0: That's a good prediction. I, Yeah. I, I hadn't thought of it to that extent, but I can see why you'd go there with it. Because they just kind of like keep breeding the new dinosaur with the new one and... I think the last movie tried to establish some kind of emotional connection between Pratt and his raptor, Blue. Like, he was (laughs) at least one scene where he's watching like home videos of him like hanging out with Blue, the raptor, when Blue was a baby. He's like, Hey, hey, Blue, come on, don't do that. Like,
1: (laughs) wow, I totally (laughs) forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I think there's like emotional music playing because he's like, deciding you know, like whether to keep like trading blue or to give up or something wow. uh, so yeah I imagine they're probably gonna try to continue that emotional thread
1: yeah any any other predictions you have overall big predictions for the film
0: yeah yeah I predict that the t-rex will be the good guy in at least one scene maybe mm-hmm. two yeah see
1: the tyrannosaur. Uh... It uh, doesn't have any set patterns or, or, or park schedules, the essence uh, of chaos. Uh
0: quite possibly the Raptors as well, because sometime I think around the last movie, maybe a little in JW One, all of a sudden these bad guys from the original Jurassic Parks just like <laughs> apparently decided to like help out humans at like climactic moments in the movie. Yeah. Like where the new really bad dinosaurs about to kill them and then all of a sudden like off screen like the T Rex chomps it in the neck or something so i predict that that's going to happen like some of the characters are about to die and then one of the other dinosaurs is going to save them unexpectedly the tyrannosaur what else hmm i predict there will be some black market trading of dinosaurs (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah there will be many mentions of john hammond (laughs) of course Hopefully a new character who loves John Hammond as much as the Indian guy loved John Hammond in Jurassic world one. You know, as, as we're giving these predictions, I have to say, I'm finding to be
1: very hard. And here's why, because I don't remember anything about the second film.
0: I know. Even though I
1: re re listened to our episode on that. And I recently rewatched part of that movie that like, I can't even come up with any trajectory because I don't Uh think these films have any trajectory.
0: No, no, I don't think they do. I mean, they'll replace characters and just like not give any backstory as to what happens with the previous exactly. characters.
1: Hey, how about the fact that Chris Pratt's last name is Grady? Any any relation to The Shining?
0: You think? Grady, sir, Delbert Grady. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's that's a good question. Owen Grady. Grady, yes sir. Maybe he's of that lineage of Grady. Grady to so go yeah. psycho, yes sir. <laughs> captivity and murder their family delbert grady that's right sir. why <laughs> Dallas howard better watch out i know because are they gonna get married who the fuck knows you uh married man are you mr grady
1: there are there's no, no emotion to these films literally
0: none no no it seems they're trying to create it which hopefully leads to some good laughs yeah that's really the only redeeming value is unintentional laughs mr grady <sighs> i do have a hope So here's my hope.
1: The first Jurassic World mirrored the first Jurassic Park. uh, In that it's like a park. With dinosaurs. Uh
0: The second Jurassic...
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Second Jurassic World mirrored the second Jurassic Park in the sense of like weaponizing. (laughs) And the dinosaurs get to civilization. Because in Jurassic Park 2, there's this theme of... Capturing some of the dinosaurs, the Tyrannosaurus, and maybe putting them in zoos, but also maybe weaponizing them. Um, I don't. I don't really remember exactly. But my point is, each Jurassic World has so far kind of mirrored the the, the corresponding Jurassic Park. So uh-huh. my hope is that this Jurassic World will, in some ways, mirror Jurassic Park three, yeah. and at the very least, give us a Spinosaurus. Um, maybe put Macy in there, maybe Leone, um, and something,
0: something like that, you know, it'd be nice. Maybe a a Dr. Grant Raptor nightmare sequence. Yeah, Alan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I, when I told you that there was a a Raptor uh, dream sequence, you were so fascinated with that.
0: Yeah. I just, I had no recollection of it. Yeah a dream yeah. sequence a, a dream sequence of a raptor turning toward Dr. Grant in the dream and just kind of whispering Alan, Alan. <laughs> he wakes up with a start
1: <laughs> so uh little listener trivia only the most astute one listener will know uh, my story about Jurassic Park 3 and so I'm going to give the listener a little personal trivia and ask two questions and listener please feel free to answer these to yourself and then Sean I'll see if you remember the answers <laughs> And it is question number one, how many times did I see Jurassic Park 3 in the theaters? Question number two, assuming I saw it more than once, did I ever see it twice in the same day? (laughs) (laughs) I think you can tell the answer to question number two, Uh Uh, but Sean, do you remember
0: the answers to those questions? I think I do. I believe the answer to the first one is three times. That's correct. Nice. And the answer to the second one is yes, you saw it twice in one day. Yeah, yeah. That is that is absolutely correct. <laughs> I'm still baffled about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a feat worth contemplating <laughs> and admiring. Yeah, because to be it's able to a, do that.
1: I, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Jurassic Park Three is so just missed in so many ways it's not good you know it's not even entertaining really yeah so i don't know why i did it or how i did it
0: yeah something about grant coming back yeah that's true which
1: could be a segue for us because i do want to talk about here's my question for you sean how much of the film do you think grant <laughs> Sadler <lyrics? laughs> And Malcolm will be in in the new Jurassic World.
0: That's a good question because they really built up Malcolm being in Jurassic World 2. And I think the extent that he was in the movie was equal to the extent that he was in the trailer. which was about (laughs) one minute. (laughs) They just showed every piece of him in that trailer. So if they do that again this time, then we've got about one minute of each of them. I think we're going to get a little more. Um, I would... I would imagine it'll be about 20 to 30 minutes of screen time combined between them.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that too. And similarly, the, the trailer does seem to show them in, in various scenes, you know? So it's like, yeah, that whereas look in hindsight for the Jurassic world two trailer, all of the scenes that Malcolm was in, were in, a, were in kind of a courtroom looking building. Uh-huh. And in fact, that's all he was in, in the movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> Now, uh, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum for this film would have amazing bargaining chips. It's like you you want us in this film? Then give me a hundred million dollars. You know, because like they're they're so iconic. Now that said, the demographic that this film is going for, Jurassic World Three, are like people who weren't even alive. <laughs> ah. <laughs> when Jurassic Park came out. So do they even know who these people are? I don't
0: know. Yeah. 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 It's a good question. It does bring me to another prediction, which is that Dr. (laughs) Is going to be reluctant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because there appears to be a scene in which Ellie Sadler just shows up to Dr. (laughs) Dig, you know, because as Uh we learned from Jurassic Park 1, Grants a digger. Is that what he calls him? Or...
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he like mm-hmm. he's not a lab guy. He's not a lab panentologist. You're going to find him out in mm. the fucking Badlands.
0: Yep, he'll be out in Montana with his hat. Exactly. Threatening kids. <laughs> yeah, just every kid he sees is going to threaten. It, I I'm, I'm
1: really hope they bring that back.
0: Yeah, that he threatens another kid in this movie.
1: Exactly. The yeah. problem with these fucking remake movies is that all the fun stuff that fans want to see, I feel like they either don't do them or they're way too obvious about it. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really thinking that Ian, Ian uh, Malcolm, a.k.a. Jeff Goldblum, I really think his character is going to go full-blown <laughs> caricature for this film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he already kind of did it for Jurassic World 2, because as, as you rightly said in our Jurassic World 2 episode, he speaks in colons.
0: <laughs> he like actually says nothing, but is testifying as if it's this very important testimony about what's going to happen to the fate of the universe. Exactly. <laughs> he speaks in ambiguities. Uh. And in the trailer for this one, he's waving a giant torch <laughs> back and forth, which I assume is a reference to when he, like, Takes that little, ah, what is that? Like a flare? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rick Flair. He he takes that Rick Flair to apparently mimic exactly what Dr. Ah. has done successfully. Correct. And ends up getting the T Rex chasing him and knocking him into the bathroom where the lawyer's taking a shit and then proceeds to eat the lawyer, if I'm not mistaken. Well,
1: Sean, I, I have to say, you actually are
0: slightly mistaken about something ah, you said. Okay, the lawyer was not
1: taking a shit. <laughs>
0: That's right. He was just hiding and acting like he was taking a shit. Correct. Yeah, his his
1: shorts, his short suit, uh, were still pulled up. <laughs> still
0: pulled up. Now, are but, you sure? Are you sure about that? I'm not I'm, actually. No, I I feel like I have a distinct memory of his hairy thighs. I, I'm
1: very curious about this too. Cause as I was saying that I, I wasn't a hundred percent confident. And the uh-huh. reason why I'm not a hundred percent confident is cause I know you and I spent time trying to figure that out. <laughs> and I don't remember what we concluded.
0: <laughs> it's one of the great mysteries of Jurassic park. One was the lawyer <laughs> taking a shit while he got eaten by the T-Rex. Exactly. how did how did Mr. Arnold's arm get in the wall? Are really the top two <laughs> mysteries of
1: yeah.
0: that film? Hold on to your butt. Exactly. <laughs>
1: another another. Uh, while we're on the topic of that scene, but something that always makes me laugh ever since I think uh, you brought it up in our pre- one of our previous episodes is the fact that when uh, Laura Dern, Dr. Ellie Sadler, and Game Warden Muldoon. Shoot! Oh yeah. When yeah. they are looking for the people who were attacked by the T-Rex, but and they're calling out for everyone, Alan, you know, Timmy or whatever, Lex, and then they hear Jeff Goldblum grunting, remember he's like, uh-huh. ah. Ah. they are standing essentially over him, and he is uncovered. <laughs> and they're like, where is, <laughs> where is everyone? That, ever since I think you pointed that out, man, I find that to be so funny. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And he just goes right into a sarcastic joke. Remind me to thank John for a lovely weekend. Yes. Imagine that's the only thing that kept him alive. It's just like, oh, if I just think about what I'll say <laughs> when they find me, it'll just be a great film moment. <laughs> I can't die.
1: You know, you almost became, uh, you almost became Leia right there.
0: Yeah, from uh, is it the Last Jedi? I, I don't remember. Yeah, one of those new Star Wars movies yeah. where she just has a very different voice than oh, old Leia. She loved you, Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And basically, I feel like these are the same movies, just that taking place in the same cinematic universe of nostalgic reboots with that bad spots and more yes. modern.
1: That was some, oh Laura Duren. oh my God yeah. yeah that'd be great if she just became that character that she was in that movie <laughs>
0: yeah she just gets blue hair all of yeah. a sudden
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that is actually something I was gonna say that I would I would love it happened at like the end of the film we learned that the franchises were merging that, that's one of my favorite yeah. concepts in the world when franchises merge and you like weren't expecting it yeah um, you might as well just at the end. Just fucking show a lightsaber. I don't know how you would connect it, but who cares? <laughs> I
0: don't know, just have a raptor holding a lightsaber. <laughs> 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 maybe, it, maybe in a dream sequence, he could just wield a lightsaber and look at Grant. Like Alan. it's like a red lightsaber (laughs) just tempting him to the dark side yeah yeah god oh my god (laughs) yeah maybe they could do that and i did have the thought earlier that i didn't quite get to that maybe they could bring in some time travel in this jurassic Mm, world wow that'd be amazing i feel like it's not too far away like hop back into like i think it was when you, you mentioned chris pratt with a cowboy hat on a horse. Uh-huh. And I thought of Michael J. Fox and Doc Brown yeah. with cowboy hats on horses in Back to the Future 3. So maybe they could pop back to that moment. That would something. be great. Just kind of tour through a couple different big Zemeckis Spielberg movies. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little Gump in there.
1: <laughs> I referenced Gump in the
0: article about Chris Pratt running. Because, you see, Pratt. he kind of
1: has Gump form. Bubba was my best good friend.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Big straight
1: back, yeah.
0: Straight back, just kind of arms pumping very Bubble. rhythmically and um yeah, just just really really good running to watch. It
1: is, yeah. Yeah. Um as we were just laughing, I thought to myself, I am so excited to see this movie. But then instantly I realized I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, I should be. Mm-hmm. Um and everything we're saying, everything we're saying is fun. And it's yeah. exciting. And I, I love the things that we're saying. But it's it's like there's a cloud hanging over me right now. Because the reality is I have to see this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I don't it's, actually have any interest in doing that.
0: <laughs> totally, yeah. It's like more fun to just contemplate and think about and talk about than actually see. Easily, by far. It's almost it was like seeing the movie will like lessen the enjoyment of the movie.
1: Oh, my God, you are so right. The thought of the movie, it, it's like any fantasy, I guess, essentially. Like, the thought of it is is more appealing than the reality of it.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, it's like the, the shark in Jaws. Like, it's <laughs> like before you actually see it, it, like, holds this great weight, and it's really fun. And then all of a sudden, you see this bad mechanical shark, and it just kind of <laughs> lessens the enjoyment. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. It's so true. Do, you ladies of Spain Spielberg was making a metaphor sure. way back then he knew where it was going. he did yeah, that by the time they made Jurassic Park Six that the thought of the movie would be way more enjoyable than actually seeing it. God I just yeah. really wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna make more like
1: this has to be the end,
0: right like that's yeah yeah i mean if if it's the last movie, they will definitely make more like t v series. Because wow. you look at fucking Star Wars, like they keep making them and people keep watching them. I mean, you're right. It's like it's a guaranteed for each of these movies. They can they can spend six
1: hundred million dollars, and they can be almost a hundred percent certain that they're going to double that. So, like yeah. when you're when you when you're making when you're going to make about five hundred million dollars in profit, it's like what's the harm in just continuing <laughs> to pump them out?
0: Yeah, I don't think it'll be the last we see of these dinos. Wow. I feel bad for people who have
1: in their contract, because I can only imagine by
0: now they're like, can we be done with this? Like, please, just yeah. let us just let us go home. Totally. Right? Like they've been like held captive <laughs> since the first Jurassic World. Exactly. You can't leave until we're done. And so more shall we see you again. <laughs> Now one one last thing I'd like to uh, well just a couple last predictions or hopes is um I did notice in one of the trailers that there is a Dilophosaurus in yes. this one. The old the old fan neck that killed Newman. So <laughs> fan neck <laughs> Great name. So yeah, yeah. So that that gives me a little bit of hope that there will be a Newman reference. Like maybe someone will be wearing that yellow rain jacket yep. or maybe there will be like, I don't know, his grave or something. And when you mentioned <laughs> zombies earlier, like that, I just really thought it would be great if they decided to actually turn this into some kind of a zombie movie. And they like made some, I don't know, genetic <laughs> reproduction of Newman or something like came back so he could be like the the ultimate like dino black market guy or something and redeem himself. They have him in a cage. They're like selling him to
1: private armies. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Nedry, for some reason, is the specimen that, that mercenaries and companies need. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's the one they need the most. Yeah. God.
1: I mean, we do know they can clone dinosaurs. They can clone breeds of dinosaurs and they can clone people.
0: Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. god,
1: Sean, if they made a fucking a raptor-dennis hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a killing machine who is a computer genius, that would be amazing.
0: Always drinking soda. <laughs> Yeah, it would make sense because in that first one we talked at length in our episode about how when when Newman laughs about that Barbasol can, yeah, yeah. he makes like a high-pitched squeal that actually sounds exactly like the Raptors when they're like <laughs> <Yeah>. getting excited. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they foreshadowed it back in 1993. Wow, uh, this was all when, part of an elaborate plan. Yeah, when the technology was there, they would just do a little little Newman little Nedry Raptor clone. God, they're I
1: have some weird memory that there was they that that actually was a considered piece of plot like way back when <laughs> that like somehow Dennis didn't die i I don't know i oh, man. some weird memory of that or else I made it up, or else you and I just joked about it and it i oh, I've set yeah. in, it into my brain as real <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta think that came up at some point, yeah, it had to have had yeah, all these writing rooms. <laughs> But hey, that means we could get a little uh, little clone of one-armed Samuel L. Jackson. I was just back. thinking that.
1: Like uh, Mr. Marvel or whoever. Who is he in the Marvel Universe?
0: Oh, uh, Nick Fury, I think. Nick Fury. I Patchman.
1: If Samuel L. Jackson is in this movie, <laughs> I, I would do almost any. I, would, I don't even know what my mind would do. Yeah. It it's possible I would actually die. <laughs> <laughs> like my mind would my mind would have like reached its full arc and I'll just
0: die. I can imagine that happening and like that your body, like your face would just be kind of in this extreme smile, like where your eyes like aren't even open. Yeah. Kind of the way I saw you laugh at the opening scene of Independence Day resurgence. Oh god, yes. And that you would just be frozen there and dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. I, I was going to jokingly call that laugh that we shared at the beginning of Independence Day Resurgence as the laugh heard one, <laughs> around the world, but I recall about a solid minute looking over at you, likewise, where you and I were both laughing so hard we were not making any noise.
0: Yep, <laughs> that, that laugh that reaches such a level pitch where there are actually no sounds. That was, it's just like a full, like bodily response.
1: Yeah. I mean, not only was that scene from Independence Day: Resurgence great, Pullman's commitment to the acting in that
0: scene—wow! Yeah, amazing. That was something. Yeah, yep. Well, I guess, yeah. Last, last hope would be that if they do bring Jackson back, that could be the perfect bridge into the Star Wars universe. (laughs) Mace, (laughs) Mace Windu you're right or maybe they could bring back William H. Macy and have Macy Windu oh my god
1: <laughs> t-shirt I'm making a Macy Windu shirt and you're gonna buy it you fucking listener
0: you better god oh my god we're gonna make the money back that we're about to spend on these tickets yeah <laughs> God
1: you're right that's how they would bring in Jurassic Park 3 my my ultimate hope fuck the spinosaurus it's going to be Macy. end Macy. of the movie right you know right when uh you know the uh sort of the uh the monomyth the hero's journey in, in the interior cave the lowest point right right when right when all hope is lost william h is going to come out with a purple lights- <laughs> <laughs> lightsaber <laughs> Anyone seen my son collecting pee <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right <laughs> Oh man well I think that uh, I think we think we're ready for Jurassic world extinction <sighs> would you say
1: yeah, but I, I do have to say before we go I'm so sad because the odds that this film will will reach will bring me the joy that the past 20 minutes has brought me are so incredibly low unfortunately. Yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what you said, like all the best possibilities are the ones that they don't do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like bringing back Newman as like a Raptor clone <laughs> hybrid.
1: But I guess at least they'll surprise us because cause, uh, they're going to do something. I think it's going to be bad. And I think they're going to, they'll surprise us in a negative way. And uh, um, it's, unfortunately that, it's unfortunate that they'll surprise us because I, w- I, w- I wish that something that we just talked about would happen.
0: Mm hmm. So. Yeah. Well, maybe there's still a shred of hope. True. A shred of a, a new hope. A new hope. I always yeah. loved you. Reboot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Well, enjoy, listener. Um, maybe, uh, maybe if you see it, please enjoy it. But uh, otherwise, tune in very, very soon because uh, JW3, our episode on JW3, is coming up
0: uh, post haste. I got something coming up. Some kind of big. You just might be proud of. Me. Thanks for uh reconnecting with us. Yeah, yeah, it's been nice. And uh we will talk to you soon about this bad movie. Alright. Well, you... I, I, I go too fast, I can fly but on to your back. Oh,
1: Was my
0: something mm. coming up, Delbert Grady. Mm. So, mm. never
1: more shall we see you again. I'll mm. ah, yeah. mm. Sh- mm.
0: ah, uh, well. Bye. but.